Ladies and gentlemen, from the top of Old Smokey, it's the Adam Bob Show, number 61. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked all night through. Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Hey, good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, Bob. Man, oh, man, we are just rolling along. Did you say 61? 61. I didn't know I was that old. I don't feel a day over 50. <laughs> you don't look it. Milkman's on his way, it's too late to say goodnight. So good morning, good morning, the beans will soon fly through. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it's the Ed and Bob show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Well, we're number 61. We're rocking and rolling here, moving along. And let's just kick it off with it. You tell everybody what we've got coming up this 30 minutes Well, coming up this 30 minutes, we're going to talk about how many trees there are. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I love it when we have a plan. Oh, I know. We're going to talk about who's going to start World War Three, oh. and, and where will it start? Mm. Will it be in your backyard? Will we live through it? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, really. And uh, we got the, our, our, our cards and letters. Yes, we've we got. Do. I know we got somebody in particular asked a question. You said you would research, and you yes, got I that will. coming. Yeah, up. this is from Dan Arnold. What is it? What's it, he ask? Yes, Dan sent us an email. That was very nice of him. He says. Uh, Hey, guys, how about the new cell phone law? How does the new no-hand cell phone law in Tennessee apply to the use of CB radios? Oh, God, that's a great question. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. That's right. He says, I've asked around, but nobody seems to know. I'm so, sure you'll get me an answer. So I really truckers, enjoy your podcast. Truckers use CB still, don't they? Oh, yeah. And I guess that would be true, too, with with uh, emergency vehicles. You know, they have microphones. And ham things. radio operators. Mm-hmm. You know, they have those big whipping antennas right, on the back right. bumper. Can they just talk on it or not? Well, Dan Arnold from Gray, Tennessee, Bob Thomas from the Ed and Bob Show, Uh yes, they can. Really? It's okay? They are exempt. Well, that's good to know. So So if I see one of them, I can't go, hey, buddy. So it's okay. So there's your answer. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. If you listen to the Ed and Bob Show and you've got a question, Ed's got an answer for you. Okay, it's good to know. I didn't know. No BS, but <laughs> well, yeah, it right. could be a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, hey, in the news, I saw where Dolly Parton made an uh, she uh, made an appearance up in Newport, Tennessee. No, it wasn't Newport, Tennessee. Was oh, it? Uh, no, it was the um, Newport Folk Festival oh, in Rhode Island. Rhode Island yeah. <laughs> she was there, uh, <laughs> and nobody knew she was going to show up, and she performed on the last day. How about that? Can you can you believe that? I thought that was very nice. Really? But I'm surprised that she ended up there. But she's got some nice folk songs. You know, this last mm-hmm. album she did was acoustical. She's so. really, uh, to me, she covers all genres almost mm-hmm. other than, say, rap or, yeah. you know. But she yeah. she is just somebody that can sing and make you, when you hear Dolly sing, you can't help but smile. That's right. You know? Yeah. What do you got in the news? I smile looking at her. woo baby. Well, you know, there's been a... <laughs> Hold it down now. There's been a terrible heat wave throughout the country, and yeah. uh, it hadn't hit us here in East Tennessee so much. But in, like Las Vegas, for instance, the heat could cook pavement to 147 degrees. No way. So hot that in a few seconds of exposure, that's enough to cause a second-degree burn and permanent scarring. Mm. Also, these mega droughts in the southwest, the climate is definitely warming there. But, uh, the, I mean, the lakes are drying up. 
just extreme dry spells, and it's terrible. They've parched the West, including present-day California, long before the Europeans settled. It's really tough out there now because it's uh, they can't go back to find anything like this. Was it over 30 states that had 90-plus temperatures, right. something like that? I, I mean, what's odd, you bring that up. I, I have talked to two people that had heat strokes in the last couple of weeks. What about that? Yeah. And they're dangerous. Yeah, very much so. If you overheat like that, it's dangerous. It will really affect you. Could could be permanently. Now, one of the things that's different about this, it's a big deal now, is because the western USA is home to more than 70 million people. They weren't here for these previous medieval mega droughts, as they call them. Mm-hmm. So the implications are more drawing. You know, it's just daring them out there. Wow. And Europe. Europe's really hot, too. Oh, man. The United Kingdom recorded the hottest July day in, 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 uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's the hottest day they've ever had. What, is it? what was it? Do you know? Well, Did yeah. they say? 98.4 in London. Really? Yeah. Because London's usually rainy and cloudy. Oh, yeah. You 60 know. or 70 never gets up to that. Right. Paris reached 105 degrees. Oh, my gosh. How about that? That's and that's really um, you know especially you think about London, that's far more north than than um, most of the United States. Yeah. One day last week, ninety five thousand fans were sold in London. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that won't do you much good. Well, they don't have a lot of air conditioning there. No, they because not. they don't normally need it. No, you're right. Yeah, Northern so California, they don't have a lot of air that's conditioning. That's right, because I mean it's so nice, so they don't. You know, they exactly. Don't have a lot of air you would normally in San Francisco in July and freeze to death. You know, it gets so chilly there. All right, that's the news, folks. we got to move along. It's uh, We're having a good time so far. And let's get into the questions of the day, and Ed gets first shot at it. All right. What is it? Ladies and gentlemen, I want the people who own restrooms to understand my dire need here. Okay. No more of this wind-blowing stuff. What? You know, the these you put your hands oh, under yeah. this, push the button, it goes... The air blades or It doesn't something. work very... Most of them in, these, in the travel <laughs> places are just so weak they don't work. I want paper towels. <laughs> Give me my paper towels, please. You know, um, the the air blades or the blowers or whatever you're talking about, I, I can, I've seen many of them that scratched on it because it'll say, just hit the button and put your hands underneath it and then it says, and wipe your hands on your pants. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Because that's what you usually do. They don't work. They, I mean, they, you stand there forever. That's right. Now some of them are too hard. The ones at Weigel's, they'll they'll blow you out of the bathroom. Really? I mean, it's like a jet engine. Okay. But but even at that, you know, it's uncomfortable. Just give us paper towels like we've always had. We'll rip one off. We'll wipe our hands, <laughs> throw it in the garbage, and we'll be on our way. Well, you know, it's about money. Did you know? Um, uh, they have the air blades, or whatever they call them, at the airport. Yeah. Okay. You stick your hands down in. Yes. Them. Yeah. And but they still have a thing where you put your hand in there, and then paper towel comes out, right? right. But it only gives you a certain amount. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, when they installed those, instead of letting people get what they want, you know, where you just pull it mm-hmm. down until you're, they said they save five thousand dollars in the first year on paper towels. Wow. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> Are they? Do they care if you're unhappy? No. no. All right, I got a question for you. What's your question? How many trees do you think there are in the world? Oh, gosh. Isn't that a crazy question? I never even thought about it. Oh, my gosh. What would would be your um, guess? Oh, it would have to be. I mean, it... I mean, it is just, it's got to be unbelievable. It's a crazy question. It's got to be trillions or billions or something like that. It's three trillion trees in the United States, I mean, in the world. In the world. Three trillion. And uh, I didn't know this. I knew they were good for the environment and so forth. They filter water, combat pollution, air pollution, 
they sequester huge amounts of carbon that otherwise would be in the atmosphere. Yeah. And, uh, of course, they contribute to people being happy. So <laughs> what country do you think has the most trees? I would say Russia. It is Russia. 642 billion trees. Yeah. 642 billion. Well, who's number two then? You're a pretty good guesser. Well, Russia is such a big area. Oh, uh, you will. And exactly. it's not a desert. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, the second would be uh, Germany. No, but no. close to us. Close to us? Oh, Canada. Canada's got this. 318 billion in Canada. Wow. Brazil is third with 302 billion trees. United States is number four. Good. In the United States, there are 228 billion trees. But, you know, uh, in some countries, uh, like Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. there's only one tree per mile. (laughs) One tree per mile. Isn't it crazy? That is crazy. Um, you know, and, and trees, I never even thought about that, but if you go to a place that's just, you know, desolate, well, you're just not going to see any yeah, trees. Back in there. the late 60s when I was stationed in South Korea, there weren't any trees because they used them all for firewood. Uh, I mean, they cut them all down. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, this this agricultural building across the street from WIVK, yeah. you know what they do? No. Count trees. You're kidding. No, they count trees via satellites. They count trees. No way. I asked that guy. Well, maybe they they did this study. They might have. I said, what do you guys do over there anyway? He said, we count trees. That's nuts. In in, uh, Canada, there's almost 9,000 trees per person. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got to move on. I'll tell you what, that'll keep you warm in the morning. I'm telling you. Plenty of trees. All right, tell everybody what's coming up, Ed, and you've got a sponsor. Yes, coming up, we're going to talk about World War III. That's Uh not at your house now. This is the big one, Mm. the one that's going to be everywhere. You know about World War II, World War III. Is there really a World War III? Is it coming? And where's it going to go? Where's it going to start? We'll talk about that. But first, we've got a word about Ripley's Aquarium and the Smokies. You know, travel. There's a travelocity that said. No, it's a uh, travel. I forgot the name of it. But it, it was it was a travel unit like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. travel. Of, uh, it could have been. One but, of those websites. Yeah. They say that this this aquarium is the number one aquarium in the world. And I think it's right up there if it's not the number one. Mm-hmm. Because they've got everything. And it's so fun to go there. It's easy to go there because they've got that moving walkway. Mm-hmm. So you can hold the kid's, hand, the kid's hand or hold them up. And they see all these sharks swimming around them and these big fish and everything. And the you're turtles. walking actually through the water. It's, I mean, you're it, underneath right. it looking up. It's, it's really like incredible. a tunnel. Yeah. And it's, and it's a moving walkway. And they've got everything up there you can imagine. Penguins, all kinds of fish. Love the penguins. Yeah, and, cool. and they let you feed the fish. And you can, you can touch the stingrays. Mm-hmm. And then they have lots of live shows during the day, too. My favorite part's the mermaids. Yeah, no, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're swimming up there. Live mermaids! Yeah. But they do, uh, you know, they do dives and they do this, the penguin feeding and you can, you can, and it goes all day long. I mean, just hang around and you'll see something. And that's just one of the many Ripley's fun places to be. Like the moving theater, the Ripley's, believe it or not, I've been there too. Oh, yeah. Million David Crockett, times. Mini Groff, and the, the old McDonald's farm down the Guinness's World Record, Haunted Adventure. So uh, you can upgrade your tickets to all of those. So check it out. Ripley's, they do a great job. All right, it's the Ed and Bob show, and let's get into the topic of the day World War Three. When will it start? 
if it does, or will, there, or will there never be another world war? Let's start by me asking you that. Do you think, maybe long after we're gone, but do you think there will ever be another world war? Yes. Well, I don't know how much of the world will be involved in it, but I think there will be, and I think it will happen in the Middle East. And here's my follow-up to that then. Will it kill everybody in the world? Well, it might, it, it might be the end of the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it very well could be, and that could be it. But I think I think with the type of weapons that they have now, with the atomic bombs and all those things and the gas, I mean, it, that place, those people over are nuts. Was well, that the Bible finally coming Prophecy, to? yeah. Okay. I mean, if you think about it, the Bible tells us how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. We know how we know how the story ends, so it's just a matter of when, really. But it's it's you know this, this all our presidents, recent presidents, have tried to get some peace out in the Middle East mm-hmm. with Israel, Gaza, and all the others. You know, Libya, all the problems we had there. But I tell you what, everything I've read in preparation for today's show. Um, said, you know, that in the White House or in the Trump administration, there is uh, a, a several hawks, if you will, a couple of people in the um, uh, Trump organization or whatever you call them, who really feel like Iran is a threat and have even gone as far as to quote uh, that we eventually will overthrow them. It's just a matter of time. And then, yeah, I read other stuff that said, yeah, Iran may be something that could be a big problem, but that the real threat to the United States is Russia. Oh, I, without a doubt. It says yeah. that Russia today indisputably represents a far greater threat to our national security than the Islamic extremist threats like al-Qaeda and ISIS. You think that's true, right? Absolutely. I think Russia's always been the biggest threat. A lot of people used to say China. Or they'd say North Korea or something mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, they, they may be able to send some rockets and things, but Russia, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Well, you, that's, but now let's go back just in the past few weeks. Iran seized one of the uh, uh, British tankers, didn't they? In yes, the, they did. They, they, well, actually, they, seized, they seized two, and they let one of them go. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. So that drags Britain in. Where I, sometimes I always feel like they're trying to stay back, right. you know, and let the United States kind of send ships there and so forth. Um, but uh, that, that may draw them in. And I, I, Iran obviously has no fear of doing whatever they want to. Well, that's true. And I think they, I think they took the British ship on purpose, of course. So it, just, it just wasn't the next one coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they're showing the U.S. that they can do that. At the same time, the British are kind of—they're not jump in there and get it, get with it type of people. They are—they're—they're they're reserved. They want to talk about it, and uh, I think that's what will happen here. I they, saw a thing uh, where it said the U.S. Army War College said the United States has wrongly predicted ever conflict since the Korean War. <laughs> And, and so <laughs> why would news. World War Three be any yeah, different? That's right. That's but good news, isn't it? They said they all get uh, wrapped up into certain things going on and disregard some other things that get out of hand all of a sudden, and there you are. Um, you know, I, what about North Korea? I mean, they've got the largest military in the world. Well, yeah, but look where it is. 
I mean, they don't have any way to get those the largest military over here. Right, that's true. They, so they, I mean, their ships are old, and yeah, they it, it could go. They could get probably get into Japan and South Korea, but they couldn't get to us. I don't think, except for the rocket. Well, what do you think about China? Because China does not honor what is typically the border or where international waters start. They don't mm-hmm. honor that. Right. They think they're. Uh, territory is farther out than what everybody else in the world accepts, which I think was 11 miles or something, 12, 12, something like Mm -hmm. that. And they don't accept that. And they've been trying to expand their borders. So I, I, um, how big a factor do you think China is going to play into anything in conflicts going down the road? I think China will rule the South China Sea and that part of the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. However, once again, I think I think the the war, what war there will be, will start in the Middle East, and Russia will definitely be involved, and the United States will be involved too. We'll we'll take different sides, and it'll just it'll escalate. It'll just keep going. September of last year, Rudy Giuliani, who is Trump's personal lawyer, spoke at an Iran uprising summit in New York City, and his this is so he said, "quote." I don't know when we're going to overthrow them. It could be a few days, months, a couple of years, but it's going to happen. Talk about Iran. <laughs> Talking about Iran. Well, you know what that means? That means that, uh, well, I've got a nephew who, uh, who's in the Air Force who's, mm-hmm. who's been transferred to near Iran. He's with uh, F-16 fighter jets, and they've got two squadron there. But I think it depends on whether Russia gets involved. If if Russia gets involved, you're right. It's going to really escalate. And what bothers me is this, that Trump feels like that Putin is just his best buddy. And I don't think that's right. That's not true. No, and I think he, I think Putin has, he wants to do something big before he dies. Exactly. I think, you know, if he was going to live forever, he probably wouldn't be it. But I think he's going to push things in the next, I mean, how, how old is Putin? 55, 60? I don't, I don't know either. I can look it up here in a minute. But, um, you know, I, I think he wants to do something big before he dies. All right, we got to move along. Ed, we're going to, let's see, where are we? Let's, we're going uh, to talk everybody. about uh, our mailbox and complaints. and we, Complaints? We have complaints. You, you got better that, right? believe it. And we got some letters in the mailbox. But first, here's Bob with another sponsor. Yes, indeed he is, my buddy, Mike Berry at Halls Auto Parts. They've got a $5 million inventory discounted up to 50% off. What's going on out there? After 58 years, Mike says he wants to retire, so he's closing the doors and selling everything. Great savings. It goes on uh, uh, right now until he decides that's it. So if you have an auto parts store, if you're a mechanic, uh, anybody, the public, wheels, tools, belts, hoses, brakes, auto supplies, he's retiring. Go by and say, uh, Mike, adios. Have some fun with your kids and grandkids. Halls Auto Parts, door circle just off of uh, Maynardville Highway there in Halls. Uh, They're across from CARM, turn at the pilot and go there and tell Mike that Ed and Bob sent you. Come on, I'm going to give me some good things, too. Yeah, all like right. Time to open up the mailbox, Ed. All right, here got? we go. Okay, here we go. First letter is from Stephanie of Cedar Bluff. Mm-hmm. How many hospitals does Knoxville need? That's a good question. Well, how many How, how many do we have here? We've now, got UT, uh, Fort Sanders, that's what I call it. Well, I think it's called Canova. regional or whatever. And we've got Park West. Yeah. You got one out in North Knoxville. Tenova. Yeah, Tenova. And you've got uh, a Turkey Creek Tenova. and Children's Hospital. But yeah. that's basically it, right? Right. 
I mean, we've got surrounding hospitals, Oak Ridge, Sweetwater, and well, other places. You know, years ago, blunt. as you well remember, when we were younger, mm-hmm. the hospitals were all downtown. Yeah. You had the Knoxville General Hospital, which was just off of Broadway. Then you had uh, Fort Sanders. You had, and then they built Children's. And then South Knoxville, you had Baptist Hospital. It was right there on the river. Well, now, um, you know, with the hospitals that have closed, the one out there on uh, uh, North Knoxville closed off Broadway. It closed. And UT said they'd be seeing 10,000 more patients a year from that. And did you know, I did not know this. Um, the ambulance provider, AMR, says there's a 26% increase in ambulances waiting with patients at hospitals. They Once they get there, they don't just take them out and say, here they are. Mm-hmm. They have to wait till they are signed over and admitted or, or taken into the emergency room. So they can't leave. And I, somebody told me about this last week, and I didn't realize it. They said like, they pick up an uh, overdose patient that they've given the, the stuff to, and they, they'd rush them to the hospital. They can't leave until that patient is taken over by the hospital. And sometimes they sit there for an hour or two. Yeah, and it could be in a hallway. They, have, they, exactly. can't, they can't leave the patient. And if the emergency room's full, they're they, going to stay in the hallway. They're going to sit in the hallway. That's, you're exactly right. I just It shocked me. Mm-hmm. So, well, the first question I got for you, do we have enough hospitals? What do you think? I would think so. I think I think people overuse emergency room. Oh, they use them as doctors. Yeah, they because they don't have a family doctor, right. and they use it for health insurance. And also, family doctors don't see people on the weekend. Family doctors don't make house calls. Family doctors work eight to five if they even work that. So if if you need a doctor, you got to go find the doctor. Doctor's not going to be right there for you. January 2018 in Knoxville, ambulance crews waited 380 hours. This is in one month. 380 hours in a hospital wow. emergency room. Mm. January 2019, mm. 479 hours. Goodness. It's increasing. Oh, almost 100 well, hours more. Now, see, I don't think, I, I think all this is weird because... You, I hear that, and then I drive down the interstate, and I see this billboard. It <laughs> yeah. says the wait time is six minutes, two minutes 14 some, minutes, yeah. two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to an emergency room where the wait time is two minutes. Well, I was reading this stuff, and I know we got to wrap it up here, but I was reading this stuff. They said hospital, uh, about um, 10% of your public, uh, 10% of your citizens will go to the hospital every year. So we have about 460,000 people in Knox County. That means 46, you're having about 4,000 people a month go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, and we've got basically about four hospitals at this thousand a month. So, was that mm-hmm. 30 people a day? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is about the right number. You may be right. How'd you get right? All right, well, let's move along. What else you got here? Well, let's see. Tammy from Cumberland Heights. From your experience, Mr. Uh-oh. Thomas, what is the best trait to have to be successful? Ooh, put you on the spot, big boy. You know, um, I mean, obviously education is important, but I know a lot of educated people that have no have no drive. <laughs> they, they, they have no desire or drive. I would think it's de- um, determination. Don't give up, kind of thing. What do you think? I think so. I think I think uh, I think we're all born equal, without whether you've got it. Whether you're there, you know what really 
there are more educated geniuses than there anything else. But what it comes down to, I think, is perseverance. You know, you have, you have, everyone has, a, they, we all come with the same MO that we can do whatever we want to do. But it takes a, a, a step more than just education. Mm-hmm. Just getting a diploma is not going to get it for you. Education is just memorizing stuff and being able to bring it back and remember it. I mean, if you really want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it. But you're right. We're all exactly the same. But Who was it? Einstein said success was... Uh, 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration? I don't know. So I, think I, was, read it, I read it from a, a guy that writes for a, a, a religious journal. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, and a lot of luck, too. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll put the luck into my success. At, well, me at, make your luck, though. I mean, well, really. Come I, on. Now, some you do. I do. And hard work and, yes. you, you know, really getting out there and getting it. But you got to get it when you can get it. If it's if it's there, that's when you got to get it. You can't make it happen. But if it's it's starting to happen, you got to pick it up while you got it. Well, you wanted to be in radio just like I did. Mm-hmm. And we kept on and kept on until we finally got in radio. I mean, it was just something we loved. So I, I just think if you're determined, that's the number one thing. If um, you, could, you could be, you could take an A student and a C student. And if the A student doesn't have the drive, the C student has, the C student will, will be very successful. And I don't measure success just by money. It's having a great life, being able to do the things we want to do, but in right. family and so forth and so on. Well, I'll give you one more thing that, okay. that attributes to it. It's attitude. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times as a station manager I've talked to people that just have poor attitudes. Mm. And it just it can ruin a company. You get you get somebody with a bad attitude, it'll ruin a company. Mm. It'll ruin a marriage. It will ruin a church. It'll ruin anything that's involved in. A bad attitude is terrible. So I think, you know, we all have that opportunity every day when we get up to address that what kind of a day we're going to have. So So how do we make it? <laughs> We, we, well, I think we have a good attitude. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I'm just it, kidding. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember we were at a, a conference one time, and you know, I always agreed to do anything they asked me to do. And so I said, "Yeah, we can do that." And uh, Alan Dick came over to me later, and he said, "Man, he said I like your attitude." You know, because that's what they want to hear. They want they want you to try anyway. Right? Exactly. I mean, we got to be positive and move things forward. Now, that's that's right. what we're going to do right now as we move forward. Ed, we are going to get into uh, some. Uh, well, this is the Ed and well, Bob Show, and we're going to complain, aren't we? Yes, we are. You and ready for mine? You're the first one to complain. Why in the world, ladies and gentlemen, would you start school in August? <laughs> what happened to the day after Labor Day? What happened to the Labor Day vacation? What is going on here? Has the world gone crazy? I, I can't believe we're going to start in August. School just started August 5th. It's already up and running. Unbelievable. 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 I don't get it. How does it keep doing that? Well, <laughs> we'll go, we're going to be going year-round the way they're going. Well, the other, well, it probably will. But the other thing is they do so many vacations. You know, you yeah. have this break and fall break and this break and this break. and I think it's tough on families, actually. Oh, I think so, too. Uh, moms agree. and dads can't take three vacations a year. I agree. I agree. And there's no reason to go buy back-to-school clothes when they're two different types. you got the summer clothes, mm. and then you got to go get winter clothes, mm. you know, so... Before you always had the fall clothes. You know, everybody got a haircut, and got a new pair of shoes, and you made it. But it right. was, it didn't work anymore. I don't get it. I, I don't but get you're it. right. I mean, I can't believe it. next year. Next year they're probably starting in July. All right, here's my complaint, Ed. I, I am. 
It happened to me the other day. I was I went somewhere uh, to a golf uh, tournament, the Johnny Majors Golf Tournament last month. And on the way back, I stopped at like a Wendy's or something. And I went in. I got me a hamburger. Went over to the, and I'm looking around trying to find a table to sit at. Yeah. They're all there's crap on all of them. Uh, I mean, people would not clean up after themselves. And, and when I go into one of those fast food restaurants, I know there's not somebody coming around that's their job to constantly clean the tables, bust the tables. We always clean up after myself. I taught that to my kids. Don't leave anything on the table. Take a napkin, wipe it off, clean it off. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? What happened to cleaning up after yourself? Oh, you're they, absolutely right. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. What happened to teaching your kids to clean up yourself? Are you, you stinking adults, cleaning up after yourself? <laughs> Come on. Quit leaving crap around here to clean up after yourselves. Exactly. My mom used to tell me that all the time. Clean up after yourself. By the way, how's your mom doing? She's doing great. Yeah. How old is she? 90 years old, buddy. Woo-hoo. Going strong. Looking good and healthy and yep. making them stand up and pay attention. And she listens to the Ed and Bob show on I'm her on. Alexa. She told well, me the other day, she said, Bob, she said, uh, I don't need you to come over and work on anything, but I told Alexa to play Ed and Bob show, uh, you know, and tune in. And she said, I can't find that. <laughs> So well, I gotta go over and see what the problem. Well, is. tell her to get with it. Can you tell her else how to do it here? Yes, you can. You go to uh, theedandbob.com, which is our our web page, and the Ed, the Ed and Bob show is available right there. Down on, just push the button and you got it. And mm-hmm. you can leave comments there. Download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And Alexa, you tell that Alexa girl to down her skill settings. <laughs> enable TuneIn. And then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn after you tell her to enable TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear. Say this, Ed and Bob Show. Not the Ed and Bob Show, just Ed and Bob Show. It's that easy. How you, Can you comment? Well, you can go to edandbob.com. There it is talking about. There's a comment section there. You write in there saying, hey, Ed and Bob, I don't know how you do this, that, or the other. And like we did today, we'll answer it. You can email us too, edandbob at yahoo.com. And please follow us on Twitter. It's uh, Ed and Bob Knox. At Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and of course we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. Uh, any corrections, Ed? No, but we got a special shout out. Who we got? Well, it's a dear friend of ours who's had a lot of trouble Mm-mm. and um, a lot of illness, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. So. Tell us the story. Well, Phil Ledbetter is the one of the best Dobro players in the world. Yeah. He really is. Mm-hmm. And he's, he went to Gibbs High School. He's from right here. He's played on so many people's records. He's had his own records. He's played with so many great musicians. J.D. Crow, uh, seldom seen, uh, Knoxville Grass back in the day. <clears throat> and cancer has come back to him a fifth time. Five times? Five times. He's beat it four times, and he's and he's determined he's going to do it again this time. And we just want we want all of you to please uh, pray for our friend and uh, send him a a prayer and uh, let's put him in our 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 prayers and and let's beat that damn cancer again. Do it again, buddy. All right, Ed. What's our next show? Next show is hepatitis C. How many people have it? Will it kill you? Is it curable? We'll find out. That's next time. Ed, enjoyed it. Next time, brother. See you. The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat?
my head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sun shining up to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick Another kick In the head Said, ain't that a kick in the head?